Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Another session of study and prayer for today, which is January 15th. Our scripture reading for today comes from Jonah chapter 2, verse 1. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. Let's go to the Lord our God with a word of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that we don't have to be swallowed by a fish for you to get our attention. Father, we thank you and praise you that you hear the prayers of your people calling to you from wherever they are at. Father, we thank you your word says in 1 John 5, 14, 15 that if we know you hear our prayers, then we know we have the confidence that our prayers are being answered. And to you, sir, we give all honor, glory, and praise at all times in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. My question for you today is, do you only pray when you're in trouble? Most people are familiar with this story. God had commanded Jonah to go to Nineveh you know, the New York City of his day, and proclaimed that judgment was coming and coming soon. Jonah didn't want to do that because he knew that if they repented, God would not destroy the city. The Bible does not say how Jonah knew this, but it was evident he did. If that happened, it wasn't just that Jonah would have been sparked, you know, repentance in the city of Nineveh. Nineveh was hated by the Jews. They were like Iran is today to Christians, okay? But he would rather see God destroy the entire land and his people for all they had done to Israel. He didn't want to give them a, a shred of a chance at repentance. So he went in the complete opposite direction. Amen. Ultimately, Jonah was tossed overboard from the ship he was on once it was determined it was his fault for the ship being in jeopardy. Jonah was okay with that too. You can tell from that in the conversation of scriptures. He basically had the attitude, I'll be dead, but in paradise. And Nineveh and all of its inhabitants will still not have a chance in hell to repent. And God will still destroy that wicked place. That's good all the way around as far as I'm concerned. But God had a plan and sent a fish to swallow up Jonah as soon as he was tossed in the sea. Now, we don't know what kind of fish it was, but you can pretty much determine it was a whale, right? Why? One, was large enough to swallow him whole. Two, a whale just inhales water, brings the krill into its mouth in one mighty rush of water, and then down into the stomach the food goes. But in this instance, Jonah was detoured. He probably was not sucked into the stomach, or else the acids would have really started to turn on him. But instead, he became, let's say, stuck in the esophagus of the whale. Why do I say that? Because the whale had the surface to take breath, right? It still had to breathe. So Jonah had to have fresh, uh, fresh air supply. The, esoph the esophagus, just like ours, splits off to the stomach and to the lungs. And there was Jonah stuck in the throat of the whale. God then directed the whale to start swimming towards the destination he wanted Jonah to go. After three days of being stuck in the dark, fighting to stay in place as the whale kept swallowing more and more krill and catching some fresh air as it surfaced, only to dive down again, Jonah had enough. And he prayed. Well, about that time, the whale was back on the beach near uh, where God wanted Jonah to be in the first place. The whale, now delirious because he couldn't get whatever it was stuck in his throat, well, suddenly just vomited out and spit out Jonah in the process, right there near the beach. And Jonah decided, you know, it might be in my best interest here just to go ahead and do what God told him to do in the first place. And you can tell from the rest of the story, he didn't like it. But you have to give him credit. At least he obeyed. The question I have for you today is this. What has God told you to do that you haven't done yet? It doesn't have to be anything big like go to a foreign land and become a missionary. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. 
It could be something simple like give extra money in the offerings or witnessing to your coworker or just taking the kids to church. But whatever it is, if you haven't done it yet, what is it going to take for God to get your attention? Do you only pray to God when you're in trouble? I, I know a lot of people like that. When all hell breaks loose around them, then they call they call Brother Bob or their pastor, whoever, and say, can you pray for me? Folks, don't be like Jonah. Pray every single day. That's what this teaching series is all about, to bring you into a closer, deeper relationship with God through prayer. Amen? I want to pray for you right now, that you have the type of closer relationship with your Heavenly Father where you can just approach Him anytime you want in prayer. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we have the privilege of being in the body of Christ, which makes us permission. We have permission to come into the throne room of God anytime we need to ask you something. Father, we thank you and praise you for this in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that this broadcast this day, someone somewhere needed to hear this. Father, we give you all honor, all glory, all praise at all times and all things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Do me a favor, leave a comment rating down below. Share this episode out far and wide and help us to get the word out. Amen. Be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. Take a look around there and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll be notified each morning as we do this that another episode is available for you. All right. Till then. Until next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you again, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, Living Bible says to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. Talk again tomorrow.